0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Truth of Youth.
1: We are very excited to be back to bring you guys another episode.
0: Today, we'll be just discussing the truth at the end of the school year. Um, but before we get into the episode, Annika, how have you been?
1: I've been good. This week has been super light. I've been able to like relax much more than usual. Um, I mean, I say that and then you put it in context, and like relaxing for me means being able to like be on my phone for like an hour before bed without stress about a test the next day so you know it's all about perspective like you said i think we've talked about in the last episode getting ready for the end of the school year we have about a month left
0: less um, say less, less than a month
1: less than a month uh I so i think that this episode just comes perfect time for us to talk about what we've been feeling and i think it's going to be very relatable for anybody who's in high school or even college what sense. about you dude what's been going on
0: Um, you know, not much. I've got my driving test next week, which I'm super excited about. I broke the rules in my ceramics class for the first time because I sprayed someone with a spray bottle. Not of like, just water. It wasn't like I was spraying bleach at them or anything, but I broke her one rule. Um, so. Yeah,
1: Jude had an
0: interesting week. All right. What? (laughs) that was one day.
1: Um, so we're going to do our card and after our card, we're going to have a brief announcement about our giveaway because this is the episode where you guys are going to have to listen, but uh, we'll get back to that in a second. So Jude, our card says, do you operate more by your head or your heart? I'd say head because just I'm such like a more logical person, like yes, am I impulsive sometimes? Yes. Because I'm the type of person who would like have to weigh out pros and cons for things. I'm not automatically <laughs> going to be able to be like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. Like I really need to think about every possible outcome that could happen if I choose either like path so I would definitely say head and like I don't even know where that comes from I wish I was kind of more like spontaneous and able to just do things based off my heart
0: yeah no I mean I don't really do things spontaneously but I definitely but I also like don't like I'm not like oh I'm gonna do this because of love I consider you pretty logical too June I just feel like
1: you might not realize it but like in every aspect of your life I feel like most people are weighing out like the possibilities and the outcomes I feel like it's really hard to find somebody who really just makes decisions based off of their heart. Interesting question though. Um, Yeah,
0: I mean, it is very cliche. I think it's kind of funny that it like that one popped up.
1: Today is our big episode where we are going to be doing our giveaway. So we are going to have an Instagram post with all the details on there, just so you can see it. But um, we're also gonna say right now. So throughout this episode, we are going to be saying three words and we're gonna make them clear. We're gonna say, okay, keyword number one is blank. And you're going to have to take note of these three words and rearrange them until they form a phrase. I don't know. Would you say this phrase is well-known, Jude? I mean, it's kind of mm-hmm. just like...
0: I feel like it's something that I've heard before, but it's also, like, not that cryptic. Mm-hmm.
1: It's, like, it's kind of intuitive. um, And it's also, to give, like, a little hint in case... I don't think anyone's going to need it. Um, We have talked about this topic a lot before in our intros, especially because, yeah, that's all I'll say for now. But um, if you're you can properly... Much put the sentence together and in the right order. And if you can DM us that phrase, then you um, will be entered in our giveaway. And again, on the Instagram post, we will be listing the prize. um, So you can choose whether you'd like to enter or not, but hopefully it'll be a fun way to get people kind of involved. And this is our first giveaway. I know Max and Izzy had done one um, in the past. So we're gonna test it out, see how it goes. And if it's successful, definitely you guys can probably plan on seeing more in the future, because it's a really fun way for everyone to get involved. So with that, um, we're going to get right into this episode. Are you ready, Jude?
0: I'm so ready. So as we said, we're going to be talking about like the truth at the end of the school year because I think it's very relevant to us at the moment, especially because it's like it's May. I can hopefully see some warmer weather on the horizon, although it has not been showing its face here very often at the moment. But yeah. our first question is what is the worst part of school during this last month and why? And I I would like to go first because I have like several things. One of them is kind of a complaint about our school, but it's like honestly I feel like I would be more upset if it was different. As we said we have exams in March and we got back and I'm just done. Like I in my brain nothing matters anymore because if I've taken my exams then like everything is just okay and like school doesn't matter anymore school does matter and we have a whole another quarter left that's like this, we we had it's mostly done now but we had a whole nother quarter of our like s- like school year that still counted and it was very upsetting
1: we've talked about how our exams are in March and I'm pretty sure as far as I'm concerned most schools don't do that like I know most schools usually have midterms and then um finals and then is it i think most public schools in the new york area will have regents for certain classes which we don't have to deal with thankfully but i mean i agree after you finish those like final exams even though they don't count that much towards our grade it's kind of like what's the point like you've been working hard all year and then all of a sudden like okay you have a month and a half left of school like okay what's the point
0: why should i care
1: (laughs) why should you care because like uh, there comes a point where like your grades are kind of solid so why do you need to keep putting in that same amount of effort as you did at the beginning of the year but at the same time all of those schools where they have big finals at the end of the year and that goes for like college too like you could completely tank your grade with that test like i sometimes think about that like if you work your whole year up to get to like a certain grade that you're happy with and then at the last second let's say you have a bad test day like that's your last assignment, you can't work up from there because that's the last thing you're going to hand in. So like, what do you do that? you can't do anything about your grade. So like, just thinking about that, I'm really thankful for our situation. But at the same time, I understand what you're saying, kind of lack of motivation. But I guess like one of the things I was thinking about is, I think there are certain people who will attend school because of their love of learning, like they will go to school because they actually want to learn. And then there are people who I completely admit this myself, I'm one of those people who goes to school because I want to, you know, get good grades so that I can, like, move on in life. Like, that's something that I admit and I've come to terms with. And yes, it might not be the best mentality, but it's true. Um, so, like, I guess it kind of depends what type of person you are. What would you consider yourself, Jude?
0: I mean, for me, it's, like, there's certain subjects which I really enjoy. For example, like, chemistry and, like, the sciences for me, like, I do really enjoy. Um, And so I feel like with that in mind, like I do enjoy that, but outside of that, like outside of pursuing like the subjects, which I'm really passionate about, like I really don't see myself as like a, oh, let me be in school and enjoy this wondrous place of education. Like I know that I'm lucky to be getting the education that I'm getting, but that doesn't mean that I'm like obsessed with going in, if you know what I mean. I mean,
1: I think it's hard to have anyone be like obsessed with going in. I'm not saying that. But it's just i've interacted with people like the other day i was interacting with a classmate of ours and he was talking about a chemistry question and he was so excited about it like he was telling me how cool it is how excited he is to do it and like i looked at that problem and i was like this looks like hell like i don't want to deal with this this looks so complicated like i don't want to have to spend the time doing this and yes maybe that's because i'm not the biggest chemistry person myself but also just because i'm kind of in it for like the for what it's going to bring me in the future which is hopefully like getting into college getting a good job but some people are in it for the knowledge they're going to acquire along the way just the fact that they know these things is really exciting to them which i completely respect and in a sense i wish i was more like that and like that's definitely true like for subjects like english like i really do like writing and that kind of extends beyond school but for the most part just in general i'm not the type of person who's excited to go to school because they just love learning and I guess like that would influence um you know how motivated you are for the rest of the year so for those types of people like i'm sure the last month of school while definitely still tedious and like maybe a little boring because it's a little repetitive i'm sure like those types of people are less kind of drained because they really want to continue the year they want to keep learning the
0: the other thing about the end of the school year is that you also have a lot to look forward to because like there's the summer I have like a good summer planned and I want the weather to be warm and I want everything to be done so that I don't have to think about it for a couple months
1: but like another thing that I've been thinking about is do you think that you talk to your friends more during the school year than you do during the summer because at first I was thinking like oh summer is great because I get to see my friends all the time but like when I actually think about it I talk to my friends much more during the school year just because I get to see them every day and then on the weekends it's like oh great like just continuation of what we were talking about earlier but in the summer it's so easy to feel like really isolated and just get caught kind of in a rut by yourself whether you're doing like a summer job or whether you're just sitting at home relaxing like I know some people are able to be like that like is like an exciting time to be super social but I honestly feel a little more isolated during the summer because like actually hanging out with people you have to go out of your way you have to either drive somewhere meet somewhere have them come to you versus like school okay like you go to school together for like seven plus hours and then it's just a continuation like it's just much less
0: work I also feel like because of that sometimes like even if you're working a summer job there's like it's harder to find things to talk about over the summer sometimes because yes you have like maybe like a vacation or like a camp that you did but like there's not like school drama going on, which is honestly kind of like a fun little thing to talk about. Not that I gossip per se, but like just like that, you know, we're in high school, so of course we know about the drama.
1: Well, also, I feel like a lot of my conversations with my friends kind of revolve around school, like not even just like stuff around academics. Like I'll find myself talking to somebody about like either a teacher who we really love or like somebody like a test that was really hard or a subject that's been hard all year. Or anything like that. And I feel like I just find myself like especially people who I'm not super, super close with, where I'm gonna like spill all my emotions to them. Like school is just a way that like we can kind of connect, especially if we don't have that much in common. The thing that we do have in common is the place where we go for like the majority of our day during the school year. So when you take out that factor, it's like it's much harder to connect with people who maybe you're not as close with. Like, of course, I have my like close friends who like I can talk about stuff with that's like stretches beyond the confines of just school. So for people who I really do want to hang out with, but like maybe not on that close of a basis, like it's much harder when you eliminate the thing that you have in common.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say that about wraps it up for our like question about the hardest thing about the end of the school year. And with the end of the question comes the first keyword.
1: Our first keyword for our giveaway is time. Okay um so Jude we can move on to our second question and it, this question is asking do you think that the end of the year is when kids are most likely to burn out what do you think we can do to stop kids from burning out so much
0: um I mean I would say that for me I found myself burning out at the end of the school year the most mostly because it's just like I stop caring <laughs> um it's like, I saw this, this TikTok the other day, which was like, when you get to the part of the year and homework starts to look optional, like, yeah. that's, that's where I am at the moment. I'm like, I, I, that's, that's sort of where I've been for a while. Um, so I would say that's definitely like, sort of like symptomatic of burnout. Like, I feel like I've put so much effort into the school year up until now that I've just sort of like, now that I'm here, I'm like, well it's only, it's basically, you know, I'm really counting the weeks here. It's like three weeks after school.
1: I'd agree. I mean, I feel like a lot of kids, including me, will go out super strong at the beginning of the year. I found this, especially my freshman year, and I'm sure that it'll happen once we go to college or like stressful years, like junior and senior year. And then like, obviously to an extent this year too, you want to prove yourself to everyone in your school. You want to prove yourself to your teachers, to your peers, as like somebody who is like very intelligent, who cares about their work, he's super diligent as a student. So when you start out really strong, it's hard to keep up that strength throughout the entire year. I think everyone is entitled to and is completely, it's normal to kind of like your your energy and your level of dedication is just going to slowly wean throughout the year because that's what happens. Like there's no way you're nobody is like strong enough to to maintain that level of dedication to anything for an entire year without faltering a little bit. And I think that like you said, once you get used to specific classes, like I've gotten so used to like my history class and things like that, that like, I've understood that, hey, I can get by without doing the readings, like I can do well in this class without necessarily like, not without necessarily like annotating every single uh, page of my textbook. So like, that's something that you sort of learn throughout the year and then it's really easy to be like okay now that i've learned this i'm just going to stop doing it because i'm tired you know i'm I'm sick of this but i think something important to remember is that your actions will have an effect on the years to come whether even if you're a second semester senior like having those habits is going to be important for when you're a freshman in college and it's the same thing for after college like when you enter the workforce like everything you do is going to build up to something bigger and that's something that i've been thinking about recently like okay Next year is when you and I are probably going to start taking more APs. So if I stop reading my history textbook, what's that going to look like for when I take AP U.S. History next year and we have 30 pages instead of 10 pages of reading? Like, it's going to be important that like I have good habits for the future. So yes, obviously everyone's entitled to slack off a little bit towards the end of the year. But I think something that's helped me is looking at the goal. And for me, like as a person who's pretty academically focused and oriented, looking at how this is going to help me next year
0: yeah that's kind of nerdy of you um (laughs) but no I no I definitely agree I would say like yes it starts to amount to something but I would say that to an extent it does taper off a little bit at the end of the year which means that it's a bit I feel like it sort of entices you to be like oh I can take my foot off the gas Mm. um but yeah no I I know exactly what you're saying and so I would say that it's like pretty common to burn out at the end of the year I will say that I felt like I burned out a bit before winter break as well like I really felt like I was running on empty by the time I got there and the same with spring break as well like I feel like if our breaks weren't where they were I would have died
1: like honestly I don't really know what I've done when I felt burned out I feel like I've just like Stressed and stressed, and like there hasn't really been an easy way to cope with it other than just you know, waiting for that next break to come where I don't need to think about school. But I think that's something I would like to do in the future is just find joy in like small things that like just make you happy and they make you like they just de stress you. So, like, we were talking about ceramics earlier, something like a class that completely takes away all the stress of the day. I don't care if I have it first period, I don't have it if I don't care if I have it last, like, I don't think about school when I'm in that class. And that's a pretty niche thing. I'm not sure everyone here is gonna be thinking about taking a ceramics class to de-stress. Even in a sport, um, I think these things can help you with that burnout because there are kind of like motivators and things that are gonna excite you. And yes, like we have, we talked about having exciting things planned for the summer, but like, let's keep in mind, summer is also like a decent three weeks away. And like, that's not insignificant. We We can't only be thinking about like our summer plans. We also have to be finding joy and the things that are happening right now concurrently with our school so that we can continue putting in that effort because I think that when you think about the summer and all the good things that are going to happen you just stop putting the effort so my whole thing is yes summer is great great things are going to happen over the summer but let's also think about the good things that are happening right now because that's what's going to help us put in more effort
0: you do have to be in the now it's actually it's very important I feel like I've read about that before and in terms of stopping burnout I would say when it comes to this time of the year which I feel like. I don't know about you but like my chemistry teacher has done a really good job of is doing like more project-based and less like test-based learning sort of thing because I've had like a couple history quizzes but like I've done a history project I've been doing lots of labs instead of lots of tests in chemistry um and just like sort of like doing more project-based learning and things like that instead of massive assignments and and tests and essays and maybe when it gets to this time of year after students have worked so hard, it's important to like maybe give them like not as much weekend homework so they can actually get some rest on the weekend and stuff like that.
1: I mean, like I definitely understand what you're saying by having like smaller assignments that maybe aren't worth as much, and like you know students can get some rest. But I also think it's important for every student in every subject to demonstrate everything that they've learned. And they like, guess we have the March exam, which is or our finals, which are in March, which are kind of like a cumulative assignment. But I feel like especially in like English and history classes, like having like a final research paper or like a final essay about something that's like worth more points, which is kind of like what we had, is a good way to kind of demonstrate your knowledge and then also that's pretty realistic for what you're going to face when you go to like higher you know educational like parts of your life. like when you go to college and you have to write like your thesis or like your senior thesis and like when you go to grad school, if you go to grad school, anything like that, like you're gonna have to have these like big assignments towards the end of the year that are showing everything that you've learned. So yes, like what I love to have like an easy like this year we've gotten off pretty easy. I think we haven't really had anything massive other than like one essay that's like kind of been a good amount of points. Our teachers have been pretty lax um, towards the end of the year. But I also think that like, not that I would have rathered this, but like I think it would have been helpful to like, get practice with those like bigger cumulative assignments.
0: Yeah. And I mean one thing I will say is that I don't think that I would think as much about doing all of this project-based learning and stuff like that if we didn't have our finals in March, which is still just a weird timing to me. I feel like if we were souping up to finals now, I would understand it would be a little bit different. And then like probably our finals will be in the last like week or two of school. And so then after that, we'll probably really um be done. But I just think that there's something about where our exams sit in the year and then the amount of time we have after them just doesn't. It's not super good, like to to give students the mentality to continue. And so I think that there is a degree to which if the school is gonna make us, do our exams then then they might have to work with us a little in the way that you know students are going to struggle to continue to feel as motivated afterwards but it yeah
1: yeah just because we finished that question we're gonna read our second keyword for today and our second keyword is procrastination
0: yes to repeat that because obviously this is super exciting i don't know it's the first time we have done something like this but it is procrastination
1: Yes. So our final question is, if you could change one thing about school, whether at the end of the year or just overall, um, what would it be?
0: I feel like this is a this is a brain scratcher one. Like, what would you change? Because I feel like we always talk about things that we might want to change. And now is your opportunity to express those things fully, Annika.
1: I know, but like the things that we talk about seem so minuscule. And I'm trying to think of something like an overarching theme that like I would like to see
0: more of feel like if i was going to change something i feel like i would give students more of an opportunity if possible like and i know and by the way these are all very theoretical so like i'm not thinking about this in a logistical way at all but like maybe giving students the opportunity to try and like almost like pick a teacher which they think they could work with the best or like have an opportunity to point out and change a teacher if it really isn't working because i feel like there's a lot of students who that could really help because I'm not saying that teachers that aren't working for some people are necessarily bad I'm just saying that for some people one person the way they teach might just be like completely incompatible with a student and that even if that student is super smart and super good at the subject or anything like that like it might not be being reflected so I feel like giving students an opportunity to like see if they could work better with another teacher in another class or something like that would be really beneficial because I don't think that it's like unfair to the teacher and I don't think it's unfair to the student but I think it gives the student an opportunity to like excel if they think that they're just not they haven't been put in a place where they can really flourish that's
1: a good point yeah I mean I think that you have some level of autonomy kind of in college to a certain extent because when you choose your classes you know who the professor is going to be so you kind of have like an idea you can go and like rate my professors or like there's all these sites online which kind of tell you like the vibe of whatever teacher you're going to have so you can kind of base what you want to take based off of the professors and that's not really a thing in high school I mean like yeah you can sort of manipulate the system and be like oh I want to take this like class or whatever because I know the teacher's really good but like there's honestly no way like a lot of it is luck of the draw and I agree. Like we've talked about it in like our episode on the truth of test taking, like everyone just has a different learning style It's not on the teacher to really accommodate to them. So you're kind of like in a stalemate because if the student's not really understanding, the teacher can't you know change their way of teaching for every individual student. So I agree. That's a good point. I guess I think that the reason that this question really fits with our theme for this um, week is because when you're at the end of the school year, you can really reflect on this. Um, after having like a full year and seeing things that you wish changed so this isn't I think this is a good question to think about especially considering the theme but for me after thinking about this year I've learned a lot I'll say that for sure I've learned a lot of like facts and you know skills relating to you know I know dates everything like that but the things that I haven't learned are like life skills like things that I'm actually going to need and I know that
0: like when taxes. I, I don't know how taxes work. What are tax returns? I couldn't tell you.
1: It's just when my parents like went to college, I went to high school and like they would tell me this, like they had a home ec class. And like, yes, we've talked about like I've heard about this being like very like, sexist. Tended, like it, it was a very sexist class. Like, like, you know, it was very targeted at women, you know, keeping house, things like that. Like the message behind home ec was not good. I'll say that. And like I'm not supporting that message at all but i'm saying that class like that for both boys and girls there's such important there's such important lessons that you can learn in a class like home ec or like a class like we took shop class in middle school but we didn't actually take it in high school like that's not really offered as much you have to go out of your way to do that but having something like that be a requirement just the same as like math is a requirement those are the types of things that you need to learn. And otherwise, you're just expected to pick them up along the way, which, yes, you're kind of on it. You're out you. You're like fighting your own battles. You know, you're figuring out your that's part of like, you know, after college and you're like 20s and 30s, you know, figuring things out.
0: And that's how you accidentally commit tax fraud.
1: I feel like you're so naive those years. Like, how are you supposed to know? And if you have a general basis of like what you're supposed to do. Um, in high school, when you're in such a protected environment, at least for us, I feel like right now we're in such a protected environment where we're able to freely learn. I think that this would be such a great time to ingrain these like habits and these skills into our minds, especially when we're at a young age, because I think that we'll just it'll become more habitual, it'll become easier and more intuitive for us. So like, I know kids in our grades still don't know how to do laundry like that's like a simple task that like you need that's to
0: embarrassing. Do.
1: Yes um but like these are things that would be great for a high school to teach us and the laundry thing like yes maybe that's not going to be taught in our high school but something like that like how to cook anything like that we don't offer any of those types of classes and i know that some schools still do and but there is this negative connotation for a class like home ec which i completely understand but like i think there are ways to kind of like work against this negative connotation which is rather sexist and kind of redefine it and make it something that everyone should learn how to do, because at this point in our lives, I think. We just talked about women's rights, and I think that like we said there's still a lot of sexism prevalent, but like we're slowly but surely. Changing these gender norms that we see their stay at home dads now like that's not like an uncommon thing to see there's like maybe people like still pass judgment on them, but it's much more normal now so like these gender norms are changing so i also think that everyone should be like asked to take like a home ec class so that everyone can learn because this is not just something for women this is for everyone and i just think that it's like a these are going to be really useful skills that we need later in life so that would be the one thing i would change and i've thought about that when i was reflecting on everything i've learned this year i messed up scrambled like not scrambled. i messed up a boiled egg the other day it's so embarrassing to say but Uh i
0: How does one go about doing that, Annika? I didn't Like, you could really overcook it, but like-
1: No, no, no. I did the opposite, actually. I didn't realize that you're supposed to put the egg in with the water. So I boiled the water, and then I put the egg in after. And since it was so hot, and like the egg was at room temperature before, the shell cracked, and all of the stuff spilled out. So I made like a little yolk, like there's like a yolk sack floating around in my water when I opened the pot, and I was- (laughs) this isn't supposed to happen. And then I asked my mom because I needed help. And she was like, you know, you're supposed to put the egg in with the water, then turn the heat up, wait for it to boil, turn the heat off and let it sit. For 10 I'm minutes.
0: just wondering why you were making yourself one boiled egg.
1: I made myself two and I messed up both of them. Uh, <laughs> so
0: one thing I will say is that that is something that I don't, that doesn't happen to me because I cook a lot. I like not like I've never done that on a car. I'm just too gifted.
1: I mean, okay, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like. I feel like that isn't the norm. The fact that I messed up hard boiled eggs, but like, meanwhile, I'm writing like a six page research paper on Ethan Frome. It's a little sad, like that shouldn't be the case. And like, yes, part of that was on my own stupidity and that I forgot how to make hard boiled eggs, but like, it's the principle that these types of lessons are not being taught in the school. We're supposed to be learning things that are going to help you for your future.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um and so with that we will tell you the final key word um what is the final keyword, word Annika?
1: our final key word is steals so make sure to go back we have set our three key phrases we're not going to repeat them but you can put them in a phrase since they're only three words there's not that many combinations so um you'll definitely be able to get it on the first try um, and just DM that to us, and you will be automatically entered into our giveaway and within, I think we're I'm not really sure how much time we're planning on giving before we close the uh, the slot or entering, but I'm pretty sure it should be about a week, and then we are gonna randomly spin a wheel and whoever wins will get our prize package, which the details will be listed in our Instagram post. So definitely stay tuned for that. And like I said, assuming this goes well, we get enough like entries, things like that. We will definitely do more of these in the future. So if you don't win this time, Hopefully, a month or two, we'll do another, which when you think about it, is only like, we do two episodes a month. So that's like four episodes from now, which is kind of weird to think about. With that, um, thank you guys so much for listening. I know this was definitely like a lighthearted episode, and I'm hoping that this episode will more resonate with our younger audiences, those who are in school right now. Because hopefully it was a little, I hope it was relatable. I mean, I definitely, it feels nice to know that Jude, you and I are both kind of in the same boat right now it's really easy to feel like you're the only one kind of slacking or you're feeling really alone especially at this time of year so I'm hoping that this episode was able to give some people some sort of solace in the fact that like it's normal to be really burnt out by the end of the year everyone's feeling it so there's no need to worry about it and hopefully you know you have like enough focus to just get through the end of the year and then you'll have a great summer ahead of you so yeah thank you guys so much for listening
0: yes uh okay guys thanks for listening